Hi, I'm Brian. I like Hallmark Scottish whiskey movies. I'm Dan, and I despise Hallmark Scottish whiskey movies. I'm Alonzo, and Penny Whistles Kilts, and this is the Deck the Hallmark Hallmark Podcast. Deck the Hallmark, it's his podcast. Brandon and friends host his podcast. We hope you like this jolly podcast. Oh boy! Oh well, boy! Well, well. Bran, Bran hates the scotch, he and sure I'm does. listen. I'm not talking about the whiskey. I'm talking about the people. If you are from Scotland or Scottish. descend from there, Bran said, "Heck no, I won't go." Yeah, and I think those are his exact words. I have it on tape. Your Hebrides, new, old, or otherwise. That's right. That's right. And, and he used a really bad accent. When so he said it was that. offensive, <laughs> yeah. even for Bran. Yeah. And so, don't worry. It is a Scottish movie, so of course. Spaniard Alonzo Duralti is joining us. <laughs> if you're watching on Philo, you got your whole month paid for with that one motion by Alonzo. That's philo.tv slash DTH. Alonzo, sir, how's it going? Oh, it's great. It's great. I, um, you know, here I, I thought I was in the clear of not having to see another Hallmark movie till like July because uh, I generally don't do the non-Christmas ones, but yet here I am. And so. then, and yet... Uh, this morning you got texted <laughs> and it was, Hey buddy. Hey. Uh, yeah. The, the, you know, all the glitz and glamor of being in the Bramble family as a host, uh, a deck, the Hallmark host goes out the window when we need a favor, apparently, but uh, you know, Look, you, you come back from one of these trips and you get the kennel cough. I get it. You know, like you're, you're in a, you're in a conscribed uh, area of space with the same people and you're all breathing on each other for however many days. And you, you know, you make, you make cruises sound so glamorous yeah. well i bet i mean it's, it's a conventions do this like yeah. uh, all kinds of things where people travel and go to a thing and they could all be they could all be out around a pool for days it'll still happen it's yeah. a good thing well alonzo you're a saint because yeah. on this short of notice you had to watch find this movie watch it and uh, thank goodness uh, that it was available streaming, and and then uh, come and join uh, us this evening to record. I'm a Hallmark Movies Now subscriber. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> hey, uh, tell me when you get that app to work, and then I will join as well. Uh, I listen. I just I don't have enough time in my life. Uh, the days are too short. I mean, it's life's a vapor. I can't spend thirty minutes trying to get a movie to work on the Hallmark Movies Now app. I just don't have that kind Fair. of time. Fair. Um, yeah, but we're here and we're family. Bri, you're here. I'm here. Uh, Aaron, yep. uh, back to, from host to, to producer. However, just like yesterday, when you had to write a synopsis after having seen the movie, not thinking you had to write a she synopsis, notice, right? uh, you oh. also had to do that for this film as well. Correct. Yeah. But you gave me almost 24 hours I did. notice. So, so this, thanks, this one almost. should be pristine. Um, yeah, and, and it should be. And, uh, Alonzo, if you've not listened to yesterday's episode yet, and if you've not, that's okay. Uh, be prepared for a factually accurate synopsis. It's going to be wild, oh. but, but be prepared, be prepared to be blown away by the fact that it, you don't have a lot of questions afterwards. As long as there's like a little garbled syntax. It will still <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we will power through <laughs> brand. We do miss you, buddy. If it sounds like we don't, um, we do. Get promise. Better. Get better. And uh, even if you don't like the Scottish people, get I'm better. Gonna, be we're going to keep working on Go you. Be better. But it is sort of like sitting in first 
class that first time, you're like, look at all this room. Look at all this. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. So look at this. Sort of like, we are just out here. I sure oh, hope he gets rum, better. Even. Yeah. This, this rum. It's rum. Look at all this rum. Look at this rum. Look at this Scottish rum. A rum. Unbelievable. Uh, all right. Uh, Aaron, whenever you're ready, and it was uh, Saturday, January 13th, you it's take so it away. Yeah. 2024. <laughs> All right. So a Scottish love scheme premiered on the Hallmark Channel Saturday, January 13th, 2024. And it went a little something like this. Kate and Mari are discussing Kate's upcoming trip to Scotland. Logan, Mari's son, overhears enough of the conversation to know that Kate is sick, but not enough to hear that Lily, her daughter, doesn't know. And this definitely will not come back as a plot point (laughs) later. We then meet Lily. She is recently divorced and quitting her job at her ex's family brewery. Her ex wants her to stay because they are still friends and she did a great job at marketing the brewery. Uh, But Lily has enrolled in a six-month photography course in Spain. She has decided that now is the time to pursue her photography passion. Logan and Mari pick up Lily and Kate at the train station. The families are old friends. Kate is from Scotland, um, but they have not been back in a while. Lily bonds with Logan's son, Finn, but Logan is skeptical of them getting close because Lily is leaving so soon. Logan's family distillery is in trouble and needs some marketing help. If only they knew someone. The mothers volunteer Lily to help with the marketing. The next morning, Lily and Logan run into each other randomly and not at all because their mothers sent them on similar errands. They get some coffee and discuss the marketing campaign. That night, they get dinner at a local pub to discuss the whiskey business And the mother's scheme to make sure that it is romantic, making sure Logan sits right by the fire and they get up and dance uh, right next to the singer as he serenades them with lyrics such as, I waited so long for you, I guess I'll wait a little longer too. Swoon (laughs) after midnight. (laughs) Yes. We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, The dinner goes past midnight and the mothers are at home still awake, super excited because this is clearly not a business dinner anymore. Kate tries to convince Lily to extend her vacation in Scotland and to consider a romantic relationship with Logan. Logan is falling for Lily, but is wary of her spending so much time working on the whiskey campaign and not spending more time with Kate. His wife was sick before passing, and he doesn't want Lily to regret time lost with her mother. Lily still doesn't know that her mother is sick. After Finn's rugby match, they go out for ice cream. Logan's brothers take Finn home so that Lily and Logan can spend some time together. They confess their feelings and kiss, then head to the distillery to sample some of the whiskey. They almost kiss again, but are interrupted by a phone ringing. Kate has fainted. It is now that, that Lily realized... Uh, Lily, sorry. Brand? There, yeah, Brand, yeah, Brand there is on the line. It is then that Lily realizes that Kate is sick. Um... She finds out that Logan knew the whole time, and she is upset and feels lied to. Back at the house, no one will tell Lily what is going on as she tries to reach her father, telling her to just wait for her father to call back or for him to arrive in Scotland. Finally, Mari breaks down and tells Lily that her mother has cancer and it is terminal. Logan apologizes to Lily for not telling her sooner, and in a shocking move, Lily is a mature adult who realizes that Logan thought she knew and it wasn't his place to say. Mm. The family sets up a mother-daughter day of sightseeing to see the Scotland of Kate's childhood. Logan tells Lily he wants a chance with her. He will visit her in Spain. It's only a short flight away. And he even bought Finn a Spanish-language book. They kiss. The whole family is watching and clapping. Mari and Kate's love scheming was successful, 
They take a family photo, it hangs on the wall, and that was... The Scottish Love Scheme! We did it. We did it. Like clockwork, I tell you. Like yep. clockwork. Everything went according to plan there. I knew that you were at the end of that synopsis, and I was paying attention. There's something about this chair that makes your brain wander. Just, just forget where you are. Huh? I started looking at these Christmas ornaments. Like, how do you do? Like, well, why? I don't know. Uh, I'm sorry to all the Scottish people out there. We love you. Uh, we here love you. Yes. We don't we showed up. We don't have any like this wonderful, wonderful place. Yeah, absolutely. Brand on the other hand. Yeah. Uh, let's take a quick break. Afterwards, we'll get back here. What everybody thought about this movie and much, much more right here on Deck, Deck the, the Hallmark. Hallmark. Thanks, Aaron. Sorry, I thought it was out. <laughs> We're back. Oh, I get yep. to do. I get to do that. That's a. Get that's the a hallmark. Yeah. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Actually, Erin wasn't supposed to be in on this one. Technically speaking, she's back to producer role. So but let's gotcha. go over to that Erin cam now. Nope. Okay. Sorry about that. Get that fixed up for later. I mean, I can yes. go to an Aaron cam. It is just a black screen. Yeah. Uh, I will say this. Uh, Aaron is not on camera right now. If you watched uh, yesterday's episode on Philo, you did see a brief Aaron cameo, cameo at the end of the episode. And also you can see plenty of Aaron's work because uh, we've got our Winterfest decorations up. And you know what? The deckies are in a week and a half. Can't believe that. And al- already a week and a half. And this will look like a full formal set. You, you'll think we're in a different place. Uh, recording the deck. Should we? Maybe we should try. We should. Place. Ooh, what Have if it was a? The what if it was a live event? <clears throat> what if we had people actually show up in Texas? Maybe even. Maybe even. <laughs> hey, if the duckies was a live event, Alonzo, could we get you out here for it? <laughs> Tux the whole bit. You know, I mean, I've I've never been to the Oscars, but I would totally go to the Deckies. I mean, yeah, I was about to say you can you can review Night Swim from one of our megaplexes. Okay, like you don't like, you know, there's no anatomy of a fall or zone of interest. Right. You know, you got you got the you got plenty of options here for those January movies. I can. It would be you funny to have Alonzo here just for the fact that we, as soon as he starts talking, we could start the play him off music. <laughs> Or I could be like the Price Waterhouse guy and come out with the briefcase. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, yeah, that'd be Every great. Time. Oh, man. So many bits. If only we had a bit budget. It's so oh. many bits. Bit budget J, even. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah p- please, someone send us some money for this. Uh, <laughs> I guess let's talk about a Scottish uh, love scheme since we're I here. Although a lot of fun with I, that, though, I'd so. rather talk <laughs> about a live deckies. <laughs> and uh, I'm just going to tentatively put it on the board for 2025. <laughs> Without talking to anyone, I think we're just going to try to. About it a week before we're going to manifest it. That's right, and then Aaron will put it together the day of. Uh, I sense a new clipboard being born right now. That's right. Screen. That's exactly right. Um, that sound we all heard. That's uh, in the Bramble Jam Plus chat. People are asking when the deckies are. They are uh, Thursday the twenty fifth, January twenty fifth. That's right around the corner. By this point, the uh, the nominations have been released to the public on yeah. the social media. Hundred uh, percent. So a lot of your favorites there, and uh, we're excited to announce all the winners it's, it's right around the corner that's gonna be a fun night it's gonna be a fun it always is it's gonna look it always great. is trace is just a mess over there with all the moses somebody should have cut her off a long time ago <laughs> um we're gonna do the best we can but it's our one formal event so we take it very seriously very uh but in the meantime we get to talk yeah. about a scottish movie yeah. where we don't see scotland uh let's go we have four segments on the show the first one's called the hot take we find out how everybody thought what everybody thought about this movie and as always 
We're going to start with my good friend, Brian Harold. Bry guy, what you got? Kick it right over here. That's right. Uh, this, unfortunately, I don't have a lot of great <laughs> things to say about what? this. I feel, I feel bad about it. I was a little bored by it. Uh, and there were some unexpected emotional haymakers, I would say. Like, I... The, the liver cancer, terminal liver cancer. Yeah, yeah that's some serious uh, stuff like there. You knew something was coming, and part of me was like, they're pushing this off so far that it has to be something like she's moving, her and her husband are getting divorced. Kate, Kate and her husband are getting divorced. She's moving to Scotland. It has to be something like inconsequential, sort of like that. No, they went with the, the terminal <laughs> disease. That's right. And kept it from the daughter. Like, it was just too much like i had yes. already moved past the point of okay i i don't need to be prepared for something like a terminal d- disease secret because they've gone too far it's not going to happen but and you it, knew that it, they, she was terminal from the beginning of the movie right I, they didn't they didn't make that they allude super, heavily they, they to did. it right they did they do allude heavily they did. going on yes they they do allude but it went so long without them like going any further i'm like all right this is like too much has happened like yeah. they're not going to do that so Oddly though, like the, I was kind of like taken aback by the lie of it and the fact that it was really part of the story. And I was like kind of angry for the daughter's sake. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, how could you keep this from her? But it was played so well by Lily's mom, Kate, um, Joe Cameron Brown is the actress's name there. She <laughs> was done. really, really good in this role. And so I was like on her side, oddly, like I found myself being like, all right, she should get to do what she wants to do. Uh, I, I don't know. Overall, I was just like not super into the whole thing. Um, the opening song was a banger though. <laughs> and like, you mentioned something about the music. Aaron. It, there were like, a, a significant amount of songs with lyrics in this movie. Yes. Like I kept, mm-hmm. you just constantly heard lyrics and I'm like, it sort of took me out of it. It was a weird move, uh, but they went hard with the lyrics. Uh, <laughs> Freaking get to work on the label. If you're going to do it and that's, I'll end with that. <laughs> There's so much coming in the way. What's oh, there? I just can't even words. tell you about it. Uh, I'm expecting more out of Alonzo. I can tell you that Alonzo Duraldi. What's the hot take on Scottish love scheme? Well, I'll tell you, this is the second Scotch movie you guys had me do, and the last one was rather controversial, and I think it's the only time that ever on this show that I liked a movie that you didn't like and Brandon didn't like. Yes. Yeah. Um, I didn't hate this. I went in with real low expectations, because again, I don't watch non-Christmas Hallmark. It's not my jam. I think Alonzo's in the bag for the Scots. Big Scotland got a hold of him. I like a man in a kilt, I'll say, but you know that's not the issue yeah. here. Um, I, you know, here's the thing. Yeah, there's a lot in this movie that's like, ugh, the 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 illness we're not talking about, the meddling mom thing. The last time I saw moms yeah. meddle this hard in a Hallmark movie, they were ghosts. Like, I mean, it was <laughs> in a much better movie. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, but like that's not a trope that I'm a fan of. I find it that kind of irritating. But I will say that at its best. This movie is like someone took the dumbest Hallmark Channel tropes and rewrote them into something that resembles human behavior. So, like what, what you know, what, what Aaron said about the like she understands that why he didn't tell her. Um, there were a couple other roadblocks along the way where I'm like, 
oh, we're going to do this, and then we don't do this. And I was I was kind of pleasantly surprised. The fact that you have a woman who has divorced her husband, who has a family business making alcohol, being his marketing chief, and she wants to get on with her life, and the next possibility that throws itself in her way is to get involved with a guy with a family <laughs> alcohol business right. and become his marketing chief, good on her for not doing that and still following her dream and going to Spain and taking the photography course. It is a short plane ride. And so, um, yeah, it's, you know, I, I think there are there are little glimmers of, of a better movie here, um, which is more than you get a lot of times in a Hallmark movie. So I'll take the glimmers. Thank you, Alonzo. I hate it. I uh, <laughs> This is one of these movies where classic Hallmark, we go to Scotland and we spend see so little of Scotland and so much of a random rugby pitch. And I couldn't like in the last five minutes, there's like this photo montage of Scotland and it almost serves as a reminder that we were there. Um, <laughs> Wish you were and, here. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Uh, there's a lot of issues with the movie. I, I will say I hate it with an asterisk and that asterisk is Jordan Young and Erica Durant. I liked their chemistry. Like I did, I did think that those two characters like were falling in love with each other. I did think that that's a big hurdle to clear. The problem is we have all these other hurdles. Like mom has told literally everyone else that she's terminal, but not her daughter. Literally. It's not like she told the family she has. I bet you she told the pizza delivery guy. She has told (laughs) literally the last tip I give you because I don't know. Yeah. Here's an extra five spots because I might not even have five left. You know, I, I like I don't well, even. I don't I, know I, if I'll be mailing letters anymore. I, I, I just like to to not tell your we'll own daughter. Dry cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> Why would I even buy a new blouse? Yeah, huh? well, this looks brand new, but uh, you know, my liver. It's high rotation. Who new. needs them? Yeah. Don't tell my daughter. <laughs> Listen. One last nice trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I have 3,000 miles left. I, I only get my dryer vents cleaned out once every decade, but I, I think you need to know. <laughs> We might be having a week. Oh, my last Grand Marquis lasted me 300,000 miles. Literally. Oh, yeah. Whatever you do, don't tell my daughter. I just like, guys. On the otter day. Yeah, I just. That that's a tough pill to swallow. I get dramatically why you oh, set it up. Taking so many pills these days. <laughs> oh my goodness. Mm. You know they say it's never too late for gutter guards, but uh, it might be for me. <laughs> I, like I'm just. Why? Why in the oh, world? I don't want a pharmacy rewards card because then my daughter might find out that I'm using rewards points and I got cancer. I just, like everyone knows. And so Ten that's punches a- for a sub sandwich, I wish. <laughs> That's three punches more than I have left. I can't believe I've told this to three Subway employees. (laughs) Like, it's just tough when you want to set up something dramatic. Instead, you set up one of the most ridiculous things in the world, which she told everybody but her daughter. And I, I think... 
that's a real tough hurdle that the movie never overcomes. I'm offended. I believe I'm not a, I'm not someone that majored in marketing, but I'm pretty sure I'm offended on behalf of people that do marketing for a living, um, for, for a, a number of reasons. Uh, so yeah, the movie's a mess. The two leads, uh, there are some really actual adult conversations that they try to like fix some of this stuff with. I don't disagree with that. The two leads I think are into each other and that's really important, but it's just a mess and it could have been filmed in Tulsa. Like it, it just doesn't have enough of that. It doesn't have like these sweeping shots of Scotland. Like you can say what you want about Mary Scottish Christmas and there's plenty to say, but you knew you were in Scotland. Like you Four knew wars. it. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I, I that it didn't clear that hurdle. The the mom telling everyone but her daughter didn't clear that hurdle. So I just better than the golf movie. Better than the golf movie. That's what I'll give it. But that is it. Um, let's move along to all the feels. Let's see if we had any feels, Bry. What about it? Yeah, I I felt fury when I found out she was terminal and everybody knew like I was mad yeah. for the daughter like Correct. that scene where she was trying to get in touch with her dad and everybody kind of knew and she was I it, like I felt that anger that she mm-hmm. was feeling like mm-hmm. I, I don't know what I would have done in that situation because I would have been furious at everybody yeah. like I, I wouldn't have been able to show my face in that house again after the things I would probably say it's to a, them. It's such a tough spot because who are you going to get mad at? Yeah. Well, you, yeah, you, exactly. you have all this anger. You just have nowhere to direct right. it. And you can't be in the mom. That's it's right. Really her call. Yes. And if the mom, yes. you, my first thought was, I wish she told, like, if it were me, I'd be like, I wish she would tell me we would have canceled this trip, blah, blah, blah. We would have been home taking care of you. But then again, like the mom wants this trip and it's like, yeah. she should have this trip. Yeah. So then it was sort of like an emotional roller coaster for me because then I was like, well, it is up to the mom. And if this is what the mom wanted to do and tell, tell her daughter on her turn, like, uh, it was just frustrating for me. And, yeah. that, and so, I, yeah, yeah, I there's felt a, there's a way to make this plot work. Correct. Without. But either don't tell anybody or yeah. make sure that make sure that old friend knows not to blurt it out like it's yeah, they, they let that one run wild. And yeah. I think the problem is, is you're 100 percent right, Alonzo, which is like my daughter is, you know, almost 40 years old. She's finally doing something for her. She's going to Spain for this photography class. If I tell her she's going to make it about me, I've had a lifetime of, of memories yeah. and I want to see my daughter do the same thing. So this is how I'm handling this. And when it comes near the time, then I'll tell her that is all well and good. That's not what we get unfortunately in the movie in fact we get that really awkward scene where she's like one last trip and the daughter's that's like right. that's what do you right. mean one last trip and she's like i mean oh, this nothing. year <laughs> like yeah it's just a weird scene <laughs> yep. um yeah. yeah it's just a better way to handle it alonzo do you have any feels yeah um for one thing i thought the kid was really good um, yeah I, I i thought that 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 was a young bradley connell um holds his own and uh not like too cutesy and and i mean is written well like it's he is believably kid-like he's not like wise beyond his years but at the same time like provides some emotional anchoring with the death of the mother and the relationship that he has with uh with erica durance's character um, I, I I did enjoy the blink and you'll miss it gayness of the brother. Um, oh, I yes. didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I missed it. See, you blinked. I li- literally blink. missed it. I, it was slight. 
Was it the one? Little, was it the youngest one or the one that Caleb. came in from out of town? No, the, you would think. No, the clean-shaven brother, Caleb. Um, I think he called him. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, because there's a and, and I clocked it early on because there's a scene when he's first walking into the coffee shop and a handsome yes. gentleman is leaving the coffee shop and there's like a there's like there's cruising going on. There's cruising in a Hallmark <laughs> movie. I just want to say this now. It happened. I saw it. There's uh, cruising. But, we have a cruising yeah, alert. It barely ever happens, you know. Like, but it they they did. Wah, it, wah. I'm proud of them for that. It's a um, and, but again, I, I'd say like my feels stem from the, again, the, the moments where they wrote their way through stuff that we've seen them do badly. Like, um, the, the whole, when they, they have the, when the three brothers and the son have the conversation and they tell the dad that he works too hard, we've seen that a lot, like not just in Hallmark, like in regular movies, it became this trope ever, like at least as far back as Hook, sorry to bring that up again. Um, <laughs> oh, you mean like I, one of the classics of the 1990s Hook? Yeah, that is Hook. Yeah, the, the idea that like... You know, that in this economy, parents need to be shamed for, like, working too hard and not going to every one of their kids' Little League games, which I think, you know, ask a working parent. I don't yeah. really love that trope, you know. But they at least, they, they bring up that idea, but then they get more into it and talk about, like, it's a family business that we started because we wanted to spend time with family. And it's... You know, sometimes when you're your own boss, it's hard to, like, think about things like time off or vacations or whatever. But it's like, you know, and the kid is like, you work too much. And the dad's like, well, I have to. And then he finally goes, no, you're right. I work too much. And so if you're going to bring that up, you have to contextualize it in a thing where it isn't just like anybody who is struggling to feed their family is a soulless monster because they missed a dance recital. You know, yeah. so I, I like how that was handled. The one scene that I really thought they nailed with this was. He's talking to his brother and he basically says, I've not felt like this about a woman since basically my, my wife passed away. There's something different. There's something here. And he's like, well, why don't you just tell her? And <laughs> in any other Hallmark movie, he doesn't tell her till the very end of the movie. And in this movie, now I have a problem with that scene we'll get to later. But in this movie, they take a walk on a bridge in all, virtually the next scene. And he says, basically that exact same thing word for word to her and, and, and it works it's like an immediate like you should do this and he's like you're right and then he does it which never happens in these movies and so i did appreciate that that was my feels that's all i got um good feels i bet you if we scrounge around we could find a wait what or two hiding in the corners uh but first yeah. let's take a quick old break see and we'll come right back with the wait what's and the what the hallmarks right here on deck, deck the, the hallmark. hallmark deck the hallmark <laughs> <laughs> we're back oh yeah that feels right yeah. feels right to be here and saying that thanks aaron for your participation yeah, welcome yeah. back to deck the hallmark presented by philo philo.tv slash dth we're here with alonzo duraldi talking about a scottish love scheme it's time for the wait what portion of the program where we say maybe there was something in this movie that didn't quite sit right or made us go wait what Brian? what do you got has canva not made its way to scotland <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah honestly yeah no uh, producer aaron shea has no degree in graphic design and rocks canva and they asked someone with a marketing degree not to market their product right. but to design a label for One them task. which is not what a marketing director would do no, it's a graphic design they would be job. like can somebody yeah. get me graphic design in here like that's what they would do 
it was so... It's insulting. Yes, yes. And the amount of time they spend talking about designing a label and we, sh- we got to talk about designing oh. a label. They could have just designed the label. It's like Jennifer Coolidge and Best in Show. I could talk about not talking <laughs> for all day. Like, I just, like, what in the world is... It is... I, I swear to you, I, lion, I'm dying. Aaron Shea makes that label in two hours. Oh, hundred percent. And I'm giving her more time than she needs. And that includes a nap. Like that's a coffee break. Yes, that is absurd. <laughs> yes, and she's not a graphic designer. It's and ridiculous. neither is the neither is Erica Durant right, in this movie. Right, neither is the marketing executive. Yeah. Ridiculous, like yeah, ridiculous. A, a talk with Trace moment. That's yeah. exactly what it is. So that was just. <laughs> infuriating like i i was i got way off board. like i didn't yeah. care anymore at the and then at one point he's like you must have worked on this all night long. <laughs> it's just did like, you sketch it by hand right etch this thing into Sheesh. the bottle oh it was too much yeah it was, it was brutal it was too much yeah. so that was tough uh I, and i feel like i know a sugar addiction when i see one Finn. Oh, stop it. Stop it. Don't even start with, with that. The sweets. Don't even I'm start with it. I'm a little worried about the, the cavities coming his way. Brian is so worried about sugar all the time. Chocolate in those bars and not the whatever garbage you get here. That's so true. It's good. He has the good stuff. We You're all right. feel judged right. around the office, though. Brian's got a. Brian always is just like, yeah, I'll have like, one Hershey oh, kiss. That's it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, another? You guys another are eating more? more than that, huh? Oh. Here's six pounds of fudge, but I mean, don't eat it. I mean, just pace yourselves, boys. I mean, I wouldn't eat it, but if you guys want it. That's right. Yeah, Actually, exactly. Alonzo, they keep it freezing in here, I think, on purpose. That's right. Yeah, I so wouldn't that, want any more of that. Need. That's right. Hey, uh, Brad, you want to go to lunch with the boys? Oh, no, no. no. I had a smoothie uh, yesterday. I'm full. Yeah, that's right. This guy, he was like, man, I wish it wasn't working so I could go to lunch. And then he he doesn't work no, anymore. And so, so now he's like, hey, we're going to lunch. Nah, I'm good. I'm all set. <laughs> I looked at a picture of wheat. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't. Hey, couldn't. Alonzo, he doesn't even like that cookout milkshake that you love. He doesn't even like it. Which one? <laughs> Brian is the worst. Any yeah. of them? Are you? Yeah, you prefer that. We talk. That's an ice cream. We yeah. talk, this is, we've had this discussion hard. Well, actually, to be fair, the one I like is like the Reese's one, which it would not sure. Get extra yeah, stuff in yeah. There. Reese's and Oreos together in that cookout right. milkshake. Frank could have that. He'll just yeah, lick yeah. around yeah. it. I've had a, it off. You know. Yeah. Just lick around. Absolutely. I've had a few cookout, and it's just not the milkshake I'm looking. Yeah, for. it's ice cream. It's not a yeah, milkshake. Yeah, you want you want to drink it through a straw. That's right. Yeah, exactly. All right, what else you got? Give me a vanilla fribble uh kate ran into the ocean don't say that ever again i think we might get canceled i don't even know vanilla fribble are you kidding me i don't know what a fribble is but uh, I, emily boyd knows what i'm talking about okay. i know what you're talking Aaron, about obviously i'm just upset you chose vanilla as your flavor what's not, a fribble what is it it's a, like a milkshake from friendlies in the north it's oh, okay yeah, stop, just, just stop else. just stop just get back to the weight what's delicious uh, wait what is you <laughs> Kate, when they were out on her day excursion through all her childhood locations she ran into the ocean with her shoes on i like, mean and then continued on with the day other <laughs> events with wet shoes and socks <laughs> Yes, take the shoes off. And you know that water's not warm. No, it's freezing. freezing cold. Oh, it's so cold. Oh, my oh, goodness. It probably it would hurt to take your shoes off after that. Like, it, like why? Why would she run in the water with her shoes on? So, um, yeah, I'll stop there. I'll save some wow. for the rest of Wow. <laughs> Don't make me do the heavy lifting here, man. Alonzo, what do you got? Uh, this one happens early on, but it cracked me up and you can take it to the tape. So they're about to leave on their trip and, uh, Lily, is that the daughter's name? 
Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. Lily comes sweeping into her parents' house. She goes, Mom, Dad, I'm home. And then the camera pulls out, and they're in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yelling at people who are like three feet away from her, <laughs> sitting on the couch, watching her come in with her suitcase. Ron, we've so, literally uh, been here the entire time <laughs> you have. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a lot. Um, uh, I, I wrote down Chekhov's rugby tryouts, but I was I was glad that they didn't go that route because they were really setting that up for like somebody's disappointment. Yeah. But no, they all showed up and it was all lovely and that's great. Um, I, I, I was telling Daniel, I'm just now catching up with all of the Christmas episodes that y'all did because I was you know, watching the movies, but I didn't have time to, to listen to all the reviews. And I just heard you guys talking about Joyeux Noel, and there's a whole thing about how, like, when they arrive and the one writer is, like, sleeping the whole time and the other one keeps going. No one has jet lag in this movie. No. None. Yeah, that's right. Out of the car and going and doing and thing. And and, and I'm like, yeah. No. (laughs) Yeah. Especially, like, you know, mom, who's, you know, unbeknownst to the daughter. That's right. Issues going on. Like, I think she might be attached drowsy at that point. No, 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 no. She had to tell the town mayor and council about her (laughs) building. Make a few stops. (laughs) Well, going to be our last time around. (laughs) Oh, you guys still get a milkman? That's great. (laughs) (laughs) Send them up by. And on the subject of that, uh, the the idea that the dad is so chill about his terminally ill wife to go transatlantic with their daughter and staying at home and like staying out of it so they can have their mother daughter trip. It's like, no, no way. Come up with some excuse to tag along, you know, with the with the Ms. Christmas comes to town medical kit. Yeah, it seemed like an odd choice. Um, this is for the moms out there. Uh, bless you all. You, you're, you're beautiful people. You do hard work. It's thankless, and, and you make the world go round. But for heaven's sake, please never talk about your children having naughty fun. No. No. Please don't. Just the, don't. Ever. These two old women could not be more excited at the prospect that their two children may be doing some things. <laughs> Yeah, like at they, that they, very they moment, if they could get it. Yeah, yeah, they're up past midnight, just r- ruminating over like the possibility running, that their children about their own children are getting after it. Yeah. I I couldn't believe that scene. That scene was on on like on, on nothing I've ever seen. That was crazy. Yeah. Uh, very squirmy. Yeah. Um, Okay, so at the rugby tryouts, um, uh, Lily gives her full-throated American cheerleader support to uh, the to Finn as he's you know trying out, and everybody's like, uh, mm, "We don't do that here. It's so loud. You're so American. What are you?" Blah, 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 blah. And then cut forward to the actual That's rugby right. match, and everybody's everybody's doing their heads it. off. That's right. So yes. it's just like it's just everybody knows that at a tryout you don't cheer. Like I mean, it just it seems like they were making up the rules. It just seems like Amer- they realized America the. Amer- American way is better. I feel like that's probably what it is. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we've been brought cheering to Scotland. Yeah, we've been doing this in Scotland for, since before America was uh, a country. But you know, we heard it once, and <laughs> we're on the oh, we're seems in. like that's better. Say. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get rid of this health care. <laughs> Bag it. More, more yelling in public. Oh, Dan, what do you got? Oh, so many. Um, when uh, Logan is waiting for Lily for their date, 
he orders a beer and the bartender delivers to him what I can only describe as half a beer. Yeah. Tiny, um, tiny I couldn't, I was almost as mad about that as I was for Erica Durant's not knowing about her mom. You ordered a full <laughs> beer and you got half beer. It, it wasn't just that the cup was small, is that the beer was filled not even a two thirds of the way. It was halfway yeah. filled. And it looked like a small glass to begin with. Yeah. So, and then Lily comes in and she's like, I'll have an Aperol spritz, which I think is some sort of like champagne or Prosecco drink. Yeah. And, yeah, and it's, if, if you ever see people drinking those cocktails that look like they're a tang because yes. they're crazy bright orange, that's an Aperol spritz. Okay. And he's like, how about hard liquor and ginger beer instead? <laughs> he he offers her a mule and, and he's like, I got something very similar to that Aperol spritz, hard liquor and ginger beer, which is nothing like that at all. So go ahead. Someone in this movie, and I wrote this down because maybe I'm wrong. Someone in this movie says that both leads are career orientated. <laughs> And, I noticed that too. And I thought I was back home on the farm in Hopkins. Uh, <laughs> career orientated? That's like. You could find their careers on a map. That's like when one of my like grandparents would be like, I need to get myself situated before you hand me my meal, but they would say situated. And I don't know why they would say that. I need to get myself situated. They're both career orientated. What are you talking about? That's a new word I learned. Who are all these people routinely staying up past midnight? Oh, everyone, every all of one. these people are at least 38 years old and they are just a routine up past midnight rager. Yep. I know there's some night owls out there. I, I just it runs in the family. These two, like these two women, the, the moms yeah. are gotta be in their seventies. Yeah. Up and it's just moves. like, well, you know, it's after midnight. Let's, and then everybody at the pub, I, I just, Man, no, 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 like no, the no, music no. It's like just starting almost. Like, yeah. Like, this is too much. What time do they close oh. around here? Yeah, it was brutal. Look, Eric, she's getting ready for Spain, where like at 10 is the early right. That's that true. Dinner, That's so, true. That's know. true. I, I didn't think about that. Um, <laughs> They the three brothers get in town and they call a meeting in the morning where they find out that the their competitor has launched even earlier than they thought on this new ice wine uh, whiskey and Frost. and uh, yeah yeah that's right and Lily is there and they're like she's like yeah let's we got to get moving we got to jump on it right now we got to get this thing done and they're like he she's like you can buy me lunch and he's like we're gonna have to order takeout and just to bring it here because we have so much work to do there's not a moment to waste the next three scenes are them going to their second rug, rugby match in three days <laughs> followed by a long dessert debate followed by a romantic walk on a bridge with a kiss followed by a whiskey tasting with no spit bucket they could not be working less if they tried i don't have time for lunch we got to get this this logo done and there's not a canva in sight but first we're gonna make a day of it there's a there's a night swim matinee i think we can squeeze it in what are you doing what are you doing get get like time is wasting this is the equivalent to every Christmas movie where like there's a work deadline or like I've got the party to put together and yet I have an entire afternoon to like go to the carnival and look at scarves. But I don't ever remember it being so like, like so specific where they mention it. We don't have a moment to lose. (laughs) 
and they cut to moments to lose. Yeah, all the lost moments. <laughs> over and yeah, over all again. All moments, moments. Yeah. But what if they didn't have moments to lose because they'd already scheduled that time for whiskey tasting and Then they rugby. should never so say like, that line in like, that scene. Our time is already blocked off. We're going to have to order things. lunch in because we've got so. a second rugby match and yeah. we've got des- a bridge walk. Yeah, Lily needs to go look at scarves later, so bring that lunch The problem here. is, is every possible makeouts. The problem yeah, is all the, stuff, all the stuff they do after that scene is impromptu aside from the rugby match the dessert is the bridge walk is the kiss is the whiskey tasting is so even that doesn't hold up okay so their schedule yes. said impromptu romance right. yeah, of course and it did. fill yeah, in yeah. the blank later and um, naughty and, fun times and then we find naughty out fun naughty fun times much to <laughs> the cheers and adulation the of their mothers uh and what last one she finds out that her mom it, has this terminal disease and she gets angry and then she gets over it and her mom's like like somebody's like your mom just didn't tell you because she wanted to have this trip together then why didn't the mom spend a single solitary second with her if she wanted to have this she literally flew over to scotland to get uh to get her daughter a temp job and to set her up with a dude like they don't spend any time at all i I, like I, i don't like you know i am learning in the chat orientated is a british uh, English version of oriented. So I feel uh, better that okay. they weren't speaking backwards. That makes me feel a lot better. Thanks so much. So, so happy that that was corrected for me, but I can't believe she ran over here and she's like, I just want to spend time with my daughter for the last time ever. JK go design a logo. Um, and that, that was pretty brutal. Yeah, I just I I, I want a match make on this. Trip. That's right. Really, yeah, the yeah, priority. Yeah, yeah. And there wasn't, in my opinion, enough of that. Like, I don't really think they did a lot of matchmaking. They just kind of like hoped it would happen. Whereas the ghost moms like really were doing it. You know, yeah, I think they, in the they, beginning they, they, they tried the real hard. Like as I yeah. was writing the synopsis, the first few plot points were, and the mother schemed again, and the mother schemed again, and then, and then after, it's just like stops. And then yeah. yeah, after they have dinner and they slow dance by the fire scheming is over until the Their end work is done yeah, yeah. though in yeah. the end the moms they, take they full still, credit but they, but they still can't hang out with their kids because then they'd get in the way of further you know that's action right happening. Yeah. of course of course all right well barely one to be found but we did find a couple let's move on to what the hallmark <laughs> have some questions uh that maybe would give some clarity uh to some characters moving forward bry what yeah. do you have any what the hallmarks mine was is sort of like a bigger meta thing do you feel like this <laughs> Not that. Don't get. It's not that meta. We're guys. on this ball that's just yeah, so rolling through space. We're just like Brian would like, like more naughty fun times. Yeah. Uh, what if I like, just stepped off a cliff like Indiana Jones? Do you think it would catch me? I just kept walking. Uh, do you do you feel like we got a lot more international movies this year, like this Christmas season? And, and including now, New Year's, we're back in Scotland, like right away. I feel like there's been a, a heavy dose of them for the last six. Yeah, I do feel that way. Yeah. yeah. And my thought is, and I know just from talking, I don't know how common knowledge it is, but international movies, like they make more money. They that's make a lot make, more money. Yes. That's where they make their money. Yes. And so I, while I'm watching this, I'm like, why are they doing so many internationally located movies? It, it's orientated. Orientated is what you're looking for. That's right. Uh, and my thought, so I just kept thinking this whole movie and I was sort of distracted by it. Like, are they doing this as a business choice? Like, are they saying oh. we're going to base our movies over what? Oh, Alonzo. 
No, you're not wrong. And actually, I would say a big part of that, especially in the wave of what we're seeing now, is that yeah. while the Screen Actors Guild of the United States was on strike, yeah. like ACTRA in Canada wasn't, sure. and whatever the guilds in the UK right. and Europe yep. were not. So that probably so, is direct A to B connection gotta, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think a lot of stuff working together here, it's like, it, it, it just made me think, like, when I'm watching this, I'm like, why are they doing this? I'm like, well, this seems like a totally logical reason why they're doing it. They're more, they're trying to address an international audience where the movies make them more money and all the st- labor stuff play- yeah. factoring in. So I feel like it's not just like we're getting all these great scripts that take place in Norway and Scotland. It's more like, all right, there are we've made a great reasons. script for Norway or Scotland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're like, yeah. hey, send them our way. Yeah. So I feel like it's a business. It's thing. why that uh, that LPGA. Uh, um, championship major golf tournament took place in hungary right yes <laughs> exactly you know how Up big eastern europe professional hungary you have four days to rewrite this movie that's for right eastern europe that's right go hungary. go 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 spin that wheel of <laughs> yeah. countries alonzo did you have a what the hallmark uh, you know, I, I have to say that, I mean, the movie kind of, you know, without meaning to, I'm sure, answers its own what the hallmark, which was, I was, I found her photography very, um, not impressive, but then she is going to take a six month right. course, so That's I'm right. sure she'll get much better. Yeah. 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 So they did, they did help you out there for sure. Yes. Uh, mine's also photography related at the end of this movie. Who's taking all of those pictures? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, the, every, one, the one at the tourist. very end. Everybody's in the picture. Yeah. Okay, they set a timer. I, it's a timer. Yes. Cam- but here's the thing: but the cameras on the ground. Yes, the I cameras on, on the tri- ground. No, it's, it's not on the ground. It's not on a tripod. Okay. And earlier, she goes with her mom, and it's just them two. Yeah, and there are picks. candid shots of them rolling around some castle who took those pictures. Well, all the brothers are running around helping set up the That's stop, true. so maybe they were also. I just, it seemed like... good question. And here's the thing is... If the the answer is a strangers on a train situation where it was a group of them, (laughs) how awkward is it that they're all better photographers than Erica Durant's? Don't tell her. They all took the course already. That's right, they took it. They flew over to Spain, they took it. There's nothing... Look, once you have that information, you never lose. It's like riding a bike. Um, I'm not a graphic designer. We did it, everybody. Alonso Duraldi, thank you for pinch hitting, sir. My pleasure. Yeah. Always lovely to see you. Uh, we'll, see you ag- we'll see you again on Monday, as we yes. saw you two days ago, each and every Monday covering a Christmas movie, back where it feels like it's home uh, for you. And then when there's another Scottish movie, we will give you yes, a call. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> staring at the phone. Uh, tomorrow we'll be back with another mailbag episode because you continue to send us mail, and we're so, so grateful. Until then, let us be the first to wish you a very Merry, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Way off. Deck the Hallmarks of Bramble Jam podcast is produced by Aaron Shea. For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on the Deck the Hallmark family, you can go to bramblejamplus.com. Deck the Hallmark is presented by Philo TV. For a free trial of Philo, go to philo.tv slash DTH. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here in the old studio. Thanks for listening or don't listen. It's really up to you at this point. It's at the end of the show. I mean, you're listening to me. Hi. But here they come. I promise they're coming. Yep. Here they are. Happy day.